Welcome to Living Social Justice Podcast, an initiative of Common Ground Church and Common Good, where we explore our lifestyle response to topics of social justice. Our hope is that a growing number of Christ followers begin to individually and collectively live out justice, creating a groundswell of positive change in our society. Hi, I'm Sharon from the Common Good team. I'm going to be hosting this podcast episode. So for those of you that have been listening to some of our previous episodes, you'll know we've been working on a living social justice series where we've been telling mainly common grounders stories around aligning their faith and what that looks like in their day-to-day lives. But for the month of June, we're going to be doing something a little different. We are shining a spotlight on Common Goods Employment Initiative and particularly the Zanokanyo Network or how we fondly call them TZN. Um, TZN is very dear to us as Common Good and Common Ground. And most Common Grounders know that TZN run a job readiness course over three weeks. But what most of us aren't necessarily aware of is that TZN works particularly hard at trying to find placement opportunities for the graduates of these courses. And so for the month of June, we're going to be just interviewing different people from different angles and trying to shine a light really on the opportunities that are available to us as Common Grounders in creating a more significant impact for TZN. So today I'm chatting to Roger Haynes. Welcome, Roger. Thank you, Sharon. Good to be here. And Lauren from Tableview. Welcome, Lauren. Hello. Thank you. (laughs) Um, It's wonderful to have you both here, and thank you for taking the time to be with us. Roger, you are leading um, the team of elders out at Tableview, the the Common Ground Congregation of Tableview. And Lauren, you're a businesswoman, uh, part of the congregation in Tableview. So this is a very kind of Tableview-specific story that we're telling this morning, but it's been amazing to witness what's been happening in Tableview and particularly in Danoon, and that's what we'd love to highlight today. So, Roger, maybe let's get started with you. Do you want to just tell us a bit of the backstory of how Tableview has been so um, strategic in helping the training in Danoon get going? Sure. Look, I I think from the outset, we, we often get told we were super strategic. It felt like a combination of our strategy combining with some amazing opportunities that all landed almost perfectly aligned um, just one at a time. And uh, and so our church is uh, about three and a half years old. Uh, 2015 was when we launched. And uh, we've seen some amazing people join our community. And uh, of course, we've always had a heart to try to, you know, make an impact, to to be salt and light and to, to really have a voice into the areas of injustice. And so um, what we didn't know was that when a, a couple by the name of Max and Sylvia were joining our church, that they had such a profound story that was uh, unfolding in Danoon. And so um, what, what we realized was that they were working in this fantastic premises that they call Boost Africa, which is helping kids do homework after school and things like that. And, um, and so we had this wonderful connection through Common Ground with TZN and Common Good and uh, and so what what we realized was that there was this these amazing sort of role players. We had Common Good and TZN. We had us as a local church wanting to to network and be a blessing into Danoon and and that area. And we had Max and Sylvia who were just so amazingly positioned with this fantastic premises and this massive massive heart to try um, serve the you know the the area of Danoon and and help people. So, so when did you run your first course in Danoon? 
That's a great question. I As think it was about the a year and a half ago. beginning of 2017. So about a year okay. and a half ago, yeah. Okay, and so what, three courses have run so far? Three, four, five? At least three. I think we've had four now, Sharon. The okay. first one was such a huge hit that we had um, we had to do two back-to-back. -back oh, wow. Um, because Max and Sylvia had such an amazing network of people and the, the sort of group around that homework program were just, there were loads of parents who wanted to, you know, get ready for work. And so saw this as such a great opportunity. So with kind of a keen networking community happening in Danoon, it's been easy to recruit people onto the course. So it seems like there's this easy flow of local residents finding their way to TZN and going through that three-week journey. Yeah. But the then what happens after that? What does it look like from graduation? Were you sitting with graduates post the course? Yeah. Look, I think Lauren will, will do really well at explaining <laughs> the story that she's ha had in terms of really making it happen. But one of the keys was that this course was located really in the heart of Danoon. Right. So, so there's been such lovely proximity yes. that people can hear about it. There's wonderful word of mouth. Um, and so from the graduation, what we've tried from the local church perspective is we've tried to build friendships. We've tried to be there at graduations, as many right. of us as we possibly can, which I think has helped us slowly start to catch the heart of what's actually going on. Right because we don't want to just celebrate something from a distance. Yes. We, we wanted to be part of it and start to build some relationships. Um, but then people have been, you know, they've graduated. And after that, uh, there's been an amazing uh, sort of support system that helps them to, to search for work and uh, hopefully find work. Um, we've had, uh, I think, and Sharon, you could correct me on this, but some amazing stats by way yeah. of actually people who have done the course and then have found work. I think we are upwards of 80% of yeah, actual uh, you know, hit rates of people finding work. So that's mm. been, I don't know if it's unique to the Danoon context, but man, we've really celebrated that. Wow. Okay. So Lauren, let's just hear a bit from you about your story. So you are a Tableview congregant, but also run your own business. Tell us a bit about what you do and then also how you found out about TZN. Okay, so we our company is called Button Creations. Our surname is Button, so we've used that. Um, my husband is fabulous. He's hands-on building and working with wood and steel. Okay. And so we're specifically working with building gates, um, driveway gates, pedestrian gates. We're doing security gates, burglar bars, all that kind of stuff. We do kind of our jobs around that because Mark loves to be creative. So we do kind of do anything with wood and steel. Um, but our bread and butter is kind of gates and that kind of thing, yeah, and fencing and those kinds of things. And as a staff, how many <coughs> staff do you employ? What's your team So at like? the moment, it's Mark and myself, and and then we have uh, Sipa Mantla who's working. So it's just the three of us. So we're a very oh wow. small team at the moment, very small business. Very Mark has been working with the Button Creations for many years, but only kind of in the last two years has it really kind of gone up to the next level yeah wow. so just a very small team at the moment and you hired Sipa Mantla through the Zano Kanya network yes yeah so uh, we were wanting to hire someone Mark uh, the work was coming in and Mark just needed a guy to come alongside him and we um I was chatting to Sarah um, Campbell, who's also part of the team at Common Ground Tableview, and she mentioned the Zanakanya Network. And then, of course, I read everything I could, and I went to the websites and checked them out, and and then I kind of just took it uh, from there. So we, yeah, we needed to hire someone. We didn't have the finances to be able to hire a fully qualified person, and so we needed to start small. And plus, Mark loved the idea of being able to 
uplift someone else and train someone in what he is so passionate about. So, you know, you kind of think, okay, well, you could go the gum tree route, which is awful because you kind of have to sift through like many, many CVs and um, you could get stuck with someone you don't really want. And so... Um, when I heard about the Zanakanya Network, it was almost a no-brainer for me because I knew it's a Christian organization that's most likely going to have Christian people um, who come to it or who certainly have a great value system. And so it really was a no-brainer for us to kind of go in that direction. Okay, and how long has Deeper Mind Club been working for you? Um, so August last year was a year, so maybe like a year and a half already. Amazing. Yeah, and yeah, he's wonderful. We absolutely adore him, and we just uh, so thankful to God for sending someone like him of his caliber. He's incredibly got an incredible work ethic. Um, he, um, yeah, he works very hard. He's eager to learn. Um, Mark and him have gelled really nicely and get on really well, and so we're super blessed to have okay. him. Yeah. So that's a great testimony to someone being able to hire through the, the Zanakanya network and that it's been an ongoing, lasting, positive experience. Yeah, and a part of our goal was always to want to uplift and help improve what they're able to do. And mm. one of the things that we're so proud of SIPA for doing is lo uh, about a month ago, so in April, we were in May, yes, so in April he got his driver's license. So we're Fantastic. very excited. So um, now he's able to do even more and grow in that area, which is wonderful. And so he's continuing to learn. Of course, it's a bit of a slow process. We kind of think overnight you would know everything, but it's not like that. But he can already do so much. And every time I go in and I see what he's done, like I'm so proud of him because he... Yeah, he's welding and grinding and, you know, like Mark and him are mm. really doing so well together, yeah. Um, and, and one of the amazing things is that he uh, regularly pitches up at church, so, so we actually uh, are getting to know him quite amazingly. And um, not to kind of d distract the, the conversation because he, he's such a blessing, but there's been a number of people who've done the course, graduated, then because of the exposure and the friendships that have been built through the course and the fact that we've had a number of common grounders actually at um, those moments of graduation. There's been a, a slow but steady kind of trickle of people pitching up at church and finding a kind of spiritual home with us, which has been, uh, for me as a pastor, and I think for us as a church, just a massive win by way of um, really building a more diverse, more eclectic, more healthy, more representative community. That's amazing. That was going to be my next question. This is to both of you. Are there stories from your sides that you can tell of what you've seen? Maybe there are even specific individual stories that you want to share. Yeah, I think, um, uh, you know, uh, probably Margaret has been one of the real standouts for us. She's, um, she's just a fantastic woman in our community. Uh, we see less of her now because of her employment. So it's a real wow. catch-22 in that um, a lot of the, the entry jobs that people get often demand that they work on Sundays. So whilst yeah. we celebrate with them, we, we have sometimes find that it's a, it's a win-lose kind right. of experience. Um, but Margaret, really, she was in the first course and uh, became a real ally of ours in terms of recruiting people, being a bridge between our congregation and, and, uh, and TZN and Danoon. And, uh, and has really been a real sort of person of peace that's mm. just stood in the gap and really bridged um, what our congregation needed because of the lack of exposure and needing to learn. And she has been a real angel by way of, of sort of uh, coaching us and exposing us and being gracious to, to uh, 
a congregation that needs to to learn how to find mm. ourselves being a blessing into a context like Dunedin. Yeah, it's great to hear. So from the common good side, I mean, we hear the stats across the city of what, um, how many people are going through a course and how many people find direct placements. It's often hard to track the indirect placements where people are finding work on their own. But in terms of the placements that common good would say that they're responsible for, there's often, it's, it's far less significant than the number of people that are being actually trained on the course. And yet what we saw in Danoon, um, I'm not sure about the most recent stats, but certainly that first course, there was 100% placement. And that really was testimony to the Margarets, but also the just the common ground church community. I think the the trainers would testify to how they felt so supported and um, that there was just this kind of extra life, an extra circle of enthusiasm and connections and networks to help people actually find meaningful opportunities. Um, and I think we, we in a space where we, in a country that's facing an unemployment crisis, and so we can easily, particularly as common grounders, we can kind of look at that and go, sure, that's a, that's a countrywide problem and there's not much that we can do about it. But actually, it's the stories like yours, Lauren, of just each person figuring out in my space, can I make a change or can I make a difference for just one person? Could I change just one person's future? And I wanted to ask you, Lauren, where you've had Sipa in your, in your space for over a year, have you noticed a change in him? I know the TZN team, they often speak about the dignity and the hope and the, um, the restoration journey that meaningful work brings to someone's life. Um, have you noticed anything of that? Yes, definitely. I think he's definitely grown in confidence. We can see that. I mean, when you come into a workshop space like ours, um, it's quite overwhelming. It's quite daunting. He'd never, ever done anything like that. I mean, in working with him, we can see he's very practical and he is um, slightly gifted in, in doing stuff like that, but definitely grown more, uh, more yeah, kind of confident in the way he, d he deals with stuff. He, yeah, as I said, he's very, he's very, God, he's very proud of um, how he keeps himself. And so yeah. that's kind of shown itself out. And the more we get to know one another and the more the relationship develops, uh, yeah, it just grows more and more. Yeah. Lovely. So maybe just as a reminder to those of you that are listening in, for the month of June, there are going to be more and more of these kind of podcast episodes released regularly through the month. So I'd encourage you to subscribe to the channel so that you can get notified of these extra episodes and then also on Sundays if you head towards your SJM board or um, table or wall or whatever space your SJM team have organized in your congregation you will be able to find TZN graduate profiles up there for the month of June and I'd encourage you to go across and have a look at those graduate profiles you'll see there's a QR code if you snap on that QR code it'll take you straight to the online form that you can qu quickly fill out it'll take less than a minute and someone from the TZN team will contact you to try and take the conversation forward if you would like to help just one person find an apprenticeship, a learnership, a job, an extra education um, opportunity and just encouraging you to do that. Anything else? You yes, I've got a few things to add yeah. still. <laughs> um, I just want to encourage those that, you know, maybe they're thinking to themselves they don't have a business. So mm. why would this be why would they need to take this on board? You know, all of us know someone who owns a business and who are looking for staff to employ and sometimes they're in the same position as, as we are where we're not able to hire a fully skilled person um, but we can train someone up in 
in a field and mm. just empower them that way. So it's definitely for everybody, I think, um, to take this kind of thing on board. I definitely, um, yeah, would advise that. Yeah, so good. And I think also, you know, sometimes it feels like such an ordinary beginning. You know, you, you get involved, you maybe get invited to go to a graduation. And um, I was reminded of this when I went to, we've got a big new mall that's just started up in our area. And I was walking there, uh, happened to be actually having a coffee with Max, you know, Max and Sylvia of Danoon fame. And um, he, uh, him and I were walking together. And, and next thing we see a, a graduate who's working in the print and copy shop just in the mall itself. And uh, stop and chat and catch up and uh, that was about 12 months ago that he did the course but suddenly you're you're looking around your neighborhood you're seeing that this this is happening right in front of you and sometimes it feels almost ordinary but when you remember a face you realize you were at the graduation you're connected to a person's story this story goes back and you feel a part of so much of what's going on um it really is quite magical and uh uh, we didn't share some of the stories of even a small group that uh, kind of emerged out of our first graduation. And really, as a church, we are trying our best to to work out what does the post-graduation process look like. And, and I don't know if we've landed on one particular thing, but we're always asking the question, how do you support a graduate who finishes the course, who uh, may find work, but may actually have a long gap between you know the graduation and actually finding work, and saying, how do we build relationship? How do we network people? Like Lauren said, how do we potentially upskill a person and, and simply be, you know, the, the friendship uh, of Christ, you know, that is actually just representing more than provision of work. It's actually providing a community and a, and a level of, of journey with people. So that for me has been some of the miracles is that very ordinary beginning that turns into something quite special when you, you bump into the miracles and they find you. So maybe off the back of that, if you feel like maybe you are connected more to an upskilling opportunity rather than necessarily connecting someone to a job, we'd love you to also contact TZN. So if you, you can go to the Common Good website and you can find out all about um, the employment initiative of Zanokanya Network and you can fill out an online form, you can, you can email the placements office um, or you can just start a conversation. But hopefully from listening to this podcast, there's some ideas that are sparking in your, in your brain. And if you'd love to take that conversation forward please do contact us um one more thing i wanted to add always got one more thing <laughs> um is maybe someone's wondering about what they're going to get when they're in the interview process um i interviewed four people and three were from zanakanyo network and one was outside and it was the first time i'd ever needed to interview someone so i was kind of new at it but it was so clear to me the difference of the so the three that came from the Zanakanyo network were so confident. They knew how to answer my questions. They were they they just were yeah. It was so different. Where where is and the way they answered the question, I could see that they had been trained in how to answer the questions they needed to know. So they had given some great thoughts mm. to what they were saying. Whereas the other person who was maybe or it was definitely one of the people I thought of hiring but such a difference in the interview style and the interview process. And so mm -hmm. I guess that's also an encouragement to the Zanakanyo Network and the Absolutely. work that they're doing yeah. because they're, they're getting it right and getting people ready to interview and mm. go further. Um, yeah. Amazing. Lauren, thank you so much for your time. Roger, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for just sharing your story. And I'm sure it will be encouraging to tease it in and to other graduates hearing SIPA's story, but also just lovely to see 
the collaboration happening between church and um, an NGO to really make a gospel-centered difference in our neighborhoods. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our channel, Living Social Justice, on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. You can also find more resources on our website, commongood.org.za, including our Justice Journey courses, devotional content, and volunteer opportunities. Bye for now.